Hey guys, special announcement. We recorded this podcast all in one shot, and I noticed that I did forget to mention that a new seven-day challenge will start tomorrow. So, if you are inspired from this episode and you would like to join the seven-day challenge, head over to Facebook, Friend to Dries Parker, let's get you started, or submit on our website, the application to join the seven day challenge. Since this episode is called the whole 30 round table, my gift for the winner will be a $15 Chipotle gift card. Why Chipotle? Because they have lifestyle bowls now. And I absolutely love the whole 30 salad bowl that comes with all approved ingredients. So, Without further ado, here's this week's episode. Ah, uh, welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode. I am your coach, Tadrees Parker. I am so happy. Like, just finished a run. We're recording this podcast live at Stockton University outside of the track. It's hard to get everyone together. I wanted to do an episode called The Whole 30 Roundtable. And, you know, at, at times it's, it's kind of hard to get everyone's schedule in line, but I have the opportunity to interview two amazing women on this week's podcast. They're going to share with you their experience of what it was like to live a whole 30 lifestyle for the month of January. Uh, some are a few days away from completing their first round, okay, because maybe they started a couple of days into January. We're going to delve into the emotional roller coaster that they had to ride during that month. We're going to find out from each of these two members a little bit about themselves, what made them want to do this in the first place, and uh, what plan they have moving forward. But before we introduce you to our two uh, panel here today, uh, we'd like to just quickly tell you the week that was. Now, I continued my streak uh, as I re- my streak of running or walking at least a mile a day. I'm up to day 95. And uh, also, my, my second thing that I accomplished in January was running 100 miles in the month of January. My whole year goal is 1,200 miles. And uh, I was able to get 100 miles in on that last day. I needed nine and a half miles on that last day. It was crazy. It was cold out. It was very difficult to get it in. So what I learned from that is that I need to make sure I budget my weekly miles so that I'm not caught on the last day of the month. I also entered the New York City Marathon Lottery. So I hope you guys cheer me on. I hope I get in. I never ran a full marathon before. It would be my first ever. And if I don't get in, it's not a problem. I am planning to do my first marathon in Disney 2021. Um, but listen, if you guys are interested, I can share the link with you. Um, lottery, they're taking lottery numbers up until like February 13th or something like that. And who knows? You may be ready and uh, we will see each other at the race. On Saturday, I created two new challenges. A 60-mile challenge for those that may, because um, I did 100 miles, but for beginners, I don't want them to jump up to 100 miles just yet. I want them to be able to ease into this. And so some of our participants has, with Tina Ellis, who's going to be on the podcast today, um, I wanted to do something for her. So it was a great idea. Many people had jumped onto it already, which is a 60-mile challenge, which is, which, what does that mean? 
you're going to do 15 miles per week to reach your 60 miles. No problem, right? You got this. And then finally, we set the date for our spring health kickoff meeting. This is where we get the community together to sign up for the Couch to 5K program. And these beginners will be able to run their first 5K on May 30th, 2020, which will be our 5K that helps support disabled children and adults play baseball in Apsica, New Jersey. The, rate, the, the organization that we help support is called the South Jersey Field of Dreams, and our 5K is going into its fourth season. We have tons of raffles and giveaways, and I'll leave links to that race. Uh, I'll leave a link to the New York City Marathon Lottery in the show notes as well. At that spring kickoff meeting, which will be held at 1 p.m. at Galloway Library, we're going to have guest speakers educating the community on all things health and wellness. You're going to learn how to run to lose weight, run without injury, and also run without shortness of breath. A lot of people struggle with these things, and we're going to teach them how to run pain-free. They're going to lose weight at the same time, and they're going to love how they are not dying from, you know, being out of breath. So without further ado, actually, before I, I introduce our guest, go onto our website. The very first banner, you can RSVP your seat because space is limited. And so now, for what we've all been waiting for, Christy Burke is on my left. Tina Ellis is on my right. How are you ladies doing tonight? We're doing great. I'm good, thanks. Yeah. So, <clears throat> Tina, let's start with you. How long have you been a participant of the Keep Calm and Run to the Best You program? I started with the running group in June, so it hasn't even been a year yet, June of 2019. And what have you accomplished since joining the group? Because I, I've seen you do some amazing things. <laughs> so when I first started, I couldn't even run 30 seconds. I think I cursed half the way and, and <laughs> cried and had lots of aches and pains, and it was kind of miserable. And um, now I am going to train this year for a half marathon. So I've already oh. decided that's my goal for the year. And um, I just did our you know quarter-mile repeats on the track, and I ran them all, and I didn't have, you know, any complaints and so that's huge so I've built up a lot of endurance um worked through pain and you know things that are no longer an issue for me um by just continuing to come back and keep working at it you know you know what's interesting Tina is I remember those warm days in June and um I kind of was sprinkling the idea when I would hear you talk about shin splints and things like that and I said, you know, if you if maybe if you come off of grains for a little bit, maybe that will help. And you kind of like, coach, I'm not. And then maybe and then, you know, God forbid that I mentioned giving up sugar and you're like Starbucks is <laughs> like, yo, I'm not giving up my lattes, coach. Nope. We're going to we're going to put that on hold for a second. Christy, we're going to ask you the same question. How long have you been uh, affiliated with the run to the best you program? Well, I was half-heartedly participating since June with Tina, um, and now I'm just re-engaging because it was so helpful just to have this whole group doing the whole 30 together, so it's re-inspired me. Yeah, so you, you came out, um, you had a nice crew of walkers in June, Yeah. okay, and the, the support was there, and like, like you said, um, you know, sometimes life happens and the walkers kind of dispersed a little bit, and, and then, uh, you know, we've, we've been missing you. And, but I'm so glad to have you back re-engaged. And I guess that will take us to our next question. It's December 2019. 
And around that time, many people are setting their sights for January. They have New Year's resolutions, things like that. Um, But what got you motivated? What pushed you over the edge to finally take this up? Well, I will be turning 50 in May, and that number is really kind of scary for me. And I just it just dawned on me that I want to be in much better health. I want to feel happy with how my wellness and how I am at 50. I don't want to feel like this uh, when I'm 50. So that has been my motivation. And this, you say, I don't want to feel like this. What is this? I feel like I've been a sloth for all of 2019, pretty much, like just sitting on the couch. Um, I went skiing in December, and I was exhausted just walking to the slopes carrying my skis, like before I even skied. And that that was a turning point for me, too. I thought, if, if I really want to be a skier, I need to get in better shape, cardiovascular shape. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And, and Tina, same question. Now, when I asked you... Uh, you know, what have you accomplished? You actually took like four or five minutes off of your uh, 5K time in, yeah. in Atlantic City. We did the Atlantic City uh, Marathon Series and you did the 5K. You were the only participant that did the 5K. Now, you could have said, you know, no one else is doing it. I'm not going to do it. But we, we had a good time. That's <laughs> why I just increased my goal for my distance this year because I don't want to be the only one. So I was like, well, that's it. I got to go further if I want to be with my crew. No, so. no, don't don't <laughs> let don't let don't let peer pressure put you into anything. Meredith, she made me do it. Don't put don't let peer pressure put you into anything because we're going to have no. such an amazing March class yeah. It's going to be so big. And they're going to be doing that 5K too that weekend, I'm sure. But what was it for you, Tina? that said, you know what, January is going to be it for me. I'm going to, I'm going to start this. I'm going to do this. So we would do those seven day challenges and I would always lose the same three or four pounds back and forth, back and forth, because I never truly participated in them in the manner that they were intended. I didn't give up everything. I would not give up my latte. Um, I would, you know, dial back on sweets or whatever, but like I never gave up the seven, you know, foods that we were supposed to. And, um, so I never saw regular success with that. So after a lot of indulgence throughout the, you know, November and December, my husband and I both just felt like we've drank so much because the holidays, we've eaten so much junk because of all the fun foods that you have over the holidays. And, um, we were both just kind of done with ourselves. So, um, just in discussing it with the group, everybody was kind of mentioning it and it seemed like, you know, January 1st was a really good time to do it. And then everybody said, Hey, I'm going to do that too. Next person was, I'm going to do that too. So all of a sudden we had a good group of people that, um, you know, jumped right in January 1st. So having everybody doing it together was, is huge for the, just the moral support to get through it. So for you guys that don't know, she mentioned the seven day challenge and the seven day challenge. I use the seven day challenge. I call it on our website. I call it keeping it real because I am not a quote unquote whole 30 coach licensed whole 30 coach. Uh, it was something that I took on in 2018. Uh, one of my members tried it and she said, who's crazy enough to do it with me in April of, uh, 2018. And Christy at the time I was working with a nutrition company, right? And I, but yet I could not get my metabolic age down. I was like 42 years old. My metabolic age was 50 
And um, I don't know if you guys have a scale like that, but when you get on your scale, some scales will tell you your metabolic age, your visceral fat. If you have high visceral fat in your midsection, that's a lot of problems. You know, you're setting yourself up for diseases in the future and, and a lot of health complications. So I did it. And in 30 days, I only lost seven pounds, but you could tell the difference in the picture. It was like crazy. I stuck with it for like another week or so. And then I lost like another six pounds. So all together, like in five weeks, I lost like 13 to 15 pounds. And it was crazy. So um, I never returned to taking those nutritional products. I felt amazing. I had a lot of non-scale victories. Yep. And, uh, and so fast forward, that was April, May. I weighed myself. Fast forward to uh, December, I'm on a long distance run. And I said, uh, what can I do to help people in, a, in January? And I said, you know what? I'll do a seven-day challenge because it's going to be hard for people that want to do it for 30 days. If I can show them what they can experience in seven days, then maybe they will extend it to 30 days. And you know who took me up on that first? Jamie Burke. I thank Jamie Burke for inspiring me. So, so like, did you see her transformation in 2019? Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> and, and she sometimes she's hard on herself. Sometimes she's like, uh, let me let me back up. Um, first of all, I think Jamie has the right mindset. Like she, she can be like, listen, I got these results and I never gave up dairy. Right. right. This January was the first time that she said, I'm going to go all in. Right. And I don't think she ever lost more than three pounds in a week or something. Wasn't that something too? So that's encouraging when you feel like you're making slow progress. Like, well, look at her and she never lost more than three pounds a week. Yeah. I mean, so so like her first her first go around, she only lost two pounds the first week. We've had people lose uh, 11 pounds in a week, seven pounds. But when that person like Jamie can lose two pounds and still be encouraged by it, I started getting messages from her like, hey, is this healthy? Because like my clothes is like falling off me right now. Right. And so one of the reasons why I say that I am a little bit different, the seven day challenge is a little bit different from whole 30. I do encourage you to eliminate those food groups. But for me in particular, I do intermittent fast. I do uh, make sure that I run and different things like that. Um, so has Jamie been an inspiration to you, Tina? Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. I mean, I, Jamie lives around the corner from me. I see her on a regular basis. And even my kids have remarked like over the last year how amazing she looks like just uh, she's inspiring to everybody in this group. She should be here right now because she is like <laughs> she is the queen as far as I'm concerned. So. Yeah. And, and I just want to say this, too. So <clears throat> in case I didn't get my point across, the seven day challenge is free and then they can be put into our accountability group in which I monitor. I help. I reach out to you personally, coach you online. But then you have that group support. And I went on vacation in the month of January. And Tina, you said you know, I hope you are going to be ready for me to blow up your phone. I know. You weren't even here for me. I was like, wait, <laughs> I told Coach I needed him, and I forgot you were going away. And I'm like, great, now what? But and I had the group. That was you. perfect. Huh? It was I our time to support you. Thank you so way. much. Thank you so much. <laughs> I had a great time doing a Disney half marathon, got on a cruise. But you know what, Tina? You know I didn't forget about you. Before I left, I was blowing you up. And you know what you said? I'm doing pretty good, Coach. Yeah. And then right. and I survived. <laughs> and then while I was gone... I bought the internet while I was on a cruise, you know, 16 bucks for the day or whatever like that, that I had to pay because I had to take care of something. But I checked in on the group. I wanted to see what was going on. And Jamie, uh, first of all, Tina, let me give you so much kudos 
for all the recipes that That's you were putting out you. there. Thank you. Thanks for the recipes. Hi, uh, you were putting so many recipes. So every time Tina will put that in our accountability group, I actually made a folder called you you could do topics now in your groups and i labeled one called recipes and a lot of tina's stuff is in there so that really made it fun for me that helped me keep going each weekend because i like to cook and i like to try new recipes so thanks to tina for those so take me through the roller coaster that was that month tina and and then maybe you can add in how you posting to the accountability group helped you stay on, on course So it's definitely a roller coaster because especially in the beginning when you have cravings for stuff and, you know, you kind of want what you want, especially when you're accustomed to just going and getting it like I always have been. Um, I think in the book, I I mean, I diligently prepared for the Whole30. Like I bought the book and I read it over the course of the weekend before I started. So I knew all the little catchphrases like kill all the things. I knew that there were going to be days where I just wanted to either kill everybody or eat everything. And so I was mentally prepared for them. So if I knew, you know, if anybody's going to do this, I would recommend reading the book because it mentally prepares you because it is challenging um, to kind of restrict so many different things and and think you're going to sail through it. It's, you know... You kind of need that support. So I went through days where I wanted a drink. I wanted, you know, and, and I think we've talked about this, you know, you're used to having your drinks on Friday night or, you know, after work or whatever to kick off the weekend and to not have that where we would like sit down, catch up on our week together. You kind of miss that interaction. So I'll, and I'll tell you all a secret. I made a drink that I normally, like usually I have Tito's seltzer and lime. Everybody that knows me knows that. And I made the drink. I almost gave up on the second weekend in because I really just wanted to have a cocktail and talk about our week. And I made the drink without the Tito's and I swear my brain thought that the Tito's was there. So for the rest of the month, that's what I did on the weekend. And um, I didn't miss it at all. I still don't even miss it now. I had one this weekend because now I'm over the 30 days and I can. But you're kind of all over the place because you want, you know. Even within an hour, I would fluctuate from, I can do this forever, to, I can't do this for one more minute. (laughs) Help me, team. And you guys always came through, and we helped each other through those dark times. So you are one of the ones that is not completed your 30 days yet. You're on day what? 29. Tomorrow's my last day. (laughs) And so um, for those that do not know with the whole 30 philosophy, you want to, um, just because it's day 31, you don't want to go buck wild and go to Olive Garden and have wine and cheese and everything like that. You owe it to yourself to do the reintroduction phase properly. So on day 31, maybe you have sugar in your coffee, right? Uh, or if you love cream. It's going to be cheese for me. Today. It's, it's going to be cheese? It's going to be yeah. cheese. Yeah. So, so da- dairy's number one. Dairy's number one. And then allow two or three days to pass before you reintroduce the next thing. So you see how your body responds to it. Before we, wa- we, before we worked out on the track today, you said that you noticed something that uh, you was wondering if maybe one of these eliminated foods has been causing this. What what what's, what uh, subsided for you? So, I, as I said, I'm about to turn 50. Um, I've noticed that from the beginning of doing the Whole30 diet, I have not had one hot flash. And I have really been struggling with those for the past few months. Not one. And I've also heard that I'm not snoring. <laughs> this is true. Like, this is real stuff. Right. So, so... Let's keep that going. That's a there's two non-scale victories right there. Is there, is there any more non-scale victories that you've noticed? Um, yeah, I mean, my clothes are feeling looser. I'm getting some compliments. I'm down 15 pounds, so I'm 
that's a scale victory, I know, but you know, it's just starting to all come together. And like you said, I'm not done. I'm not planning to go eat a pizza on Thursday. I, I don't even want to really. I, I'm gonna take it slow, reintroduce cheese first, and um, just enjoy how I feel. That's that's awesome. Don't you think that's awesome, Tina? I do, and uh, I'll tell you about a non-scale victory for me. One of the, I think, the biggest thing that I've noticed is sleep. I sleep so much better. I fall asleep as soon as my head hits the pillow. I stay asleep through the night, and I have not stayed asleep through the night in in quite some time. Um, my husband noticed the same thing because he actually, you know, participated with me, um, which was super helpful to have him, you know, doing this with me. I have to say, even if you're not part of the accountability group, if you can have somebody do this with you at home, it makes it um, a much more enjoyable experience. Um, but sleep. Yeah, I, I sleep like fantastic now. And so once again, you're not in a rush to go back to the, the regular style. So if you pick up her uh, Melissa Hartag's book, it's you can find it on our website, run to the best you.com. Go to morning motivation read list, and I have a copy of the whole 30 day by day journal in there. Pick yourself up a copy of that, and if you're interested in learning more on how what happens after the 30 days, in that same page, you can find food freedom, which Chris Ballard, who's not here today, uh, she is a perfect uh, model of practicing food freedom. Chris Ballard, mother of triplets. Every every year, she would uh, put 14 to 15 pounds on going to Greater Venture with her kids. She tried this out, uh, this eating pattern out about a year ago. And uh, she hasn't touched caffeine since because uh, the nutritional products that we were taking had a lot of caffeine in it. And she doesn't drink coffee. Chris Ballard does not drink coffee. She would drink the tea that was all energizing and everything like that. But the tea had maltodextrin in it, had additives that, you know, we try to avoid. And uh, so I can't believe she's been a whole year without no caffeine. That's crazy. (laughs) So so one of the things I want to ask is, what does any of this have to do with running? This is a running group. This is a running podcast. uh, But we do talk about running, intermittent fasting and weight loss. Um, But what does this nutrition, eating real food, keeping your nutrition real, what does this have to do with running? Tina, do you, do you? Yeah, I'm going to take this one away. Um, I hurt my knee early in December, um, December 7th, as a matter of fact. And then I, so I was out for a couple weeks and then I got bronchitis. So I was out for a couple more weeks and I ended up, and then I decided when I started the whole 30, I was just going to focus on the food. And when I got through it, I would come back to running. So I returned to running last week after having been off for nearly seven weeks of not running at all. Came to Heritage Park with the group. I ran 30-30 intervals, and it was like I never missed a beat. I had no pain. I had no pain in my knee, no pain in my shins. Um, it was like I had been training for seven weeks, and I, you could tell right away because of the diet, because I didn't have that you know, inflammation and everything that had been present before. So I just came in, and it was like I never left. Even tonight, doing the quarter-mile repeats, every lap I ran the whole thing, which I didn't do when I did them the last time. So my performance improved exponentially, even though I haven't been here for seven weeks. And I'm going to tell you something, guys. Michael Merkler, ah, I'm sorry, Michael Mercher is his name. Uh, messed up his last name. I apologize. Michael Mercher, he was getting ready to go have an MRI on his knee. And I know what it's like. And you know what my chiropractor told me? Some people said drink tart cherry juice because it'll take the inflammation down. But the chiropractor told me that that's okay, but it has too much sugar in it. You know what I told you? 
read wheat belly. Come off the grains and the inflammation will go down. I did that personally. And by the time I went to have my MRI, I told the doctor I was good. And he said, what did you do? I said, I, I came off of bread. I came off of grains. And, and uh, now, now my knee's back to normal. It's fine. And he, he said, uh, yeah, doesn't look like anything wrong with, to me. Now go eat a pretzel. He told me to go eat, right? And so that's what I said, Michael, you know, so Michael tried it for seven days and he ended up losing seven pounds in his seven days, right? You had your inflammation go down. You came back. We haven't seen you, like like you said, like in six weeks, weeks, six, seven weeks. You look amazing. It was wintertime. You had your your vest on, but you you could tell how trim that that you are. my scrubs are falling off, which is really awesome. And um, I heard your I mean, boss was like pulling on them was, and stuff like that. Was noticing how baggy they were. <laughs> um, you, you, you went to HR department, I, right? I was going to go report her to HR, but I decided not to because I like her. Um, but uh, yeah, so my scrubs are super loose and I've, I've probably lost five or six pounds. I mean, and I'm really small. So like percentage wise, it's, you know, it's probably 5% or whatever um, of my overall body weight. So that's good. I still have more I'd like to lose, but um, everything's changing, so I'm I'm good with it. Absolutely, and, and Christy, same question. We know that you are a walker, um, n- not a runner in particularly, but I I've been hearing some rumors that you've been going to Zumba class. I did. I got back into Zumba and I didn't die. I felt really good in the Zumba class. I kept up, and then today I kept up with Eric. Walks at a pretty good pace, and I kept up with him, and I wasn't tired or winded. I could have gone a little bit faster. Well, ladies, we uh, appreciate you staying out tonight after the training to uh, record this episode. Um, I believe that it's going to help a lot of people. You know, it's my hope that it helps a lot of people. Um, But is there anything in conclusion that one parting piece of advice that you would leave, Christy, for anyone? Now, now you have not kept it a secret. You're going to be turning 50. You don't look it, first of all. Yeah, you don't look it. So is there any like piece of advice you can you can give to ladies that are, you know, approaching that. I love how you said, Christy, I love how you said, like, you just don't like how you feel and you still have a lot of life left. Right. Right. So why don't you give us one parting piece of advice before I turn it over to Tina? I I think would help me with this the most I like Tina had done the seven day challenges kind of half-heartedly and I really just focusing on this 100% and not giving myself an inch is what made the difference because I had a tendency to just mindlessly grab those little snack packs of chips that you put in your kids lunch thinking oh it's just a little bag of chips or a couple of cookies or mindlessly refilling my wine glass and I won't go back to that because now I'm much more aware of the effects of everything that goes into my body. And so I'm not sure if we 100%, you know, really, that's what you learned. That's what you learned during this course. Was there any other takeaways that you got from it? I think yeah, I think you just said I, I was able to do it. I couldn't yeah. believe that I could. If I can do this, anybody can. I used to hear of people doing whole thirty. I'm like, no way! I could never give up. I could never this. I could never that. Well, I did. Yeah, I definitely did. Well, I have one more day. <laughs> I will. You got you, yeah, don't make us follow you out of here. 
Yeah, and sp- speaking of sleeping at people's houses and stuff like that, you, and I know you guys mentioned it before, but like Danielle Selassie from from uh, Minnesota, like she's been like really. She's in Minnesota. Yeah, she felt like she was one of us. I thought she was <laughs> next door. <laughs> I was in Minnesota. Wow. That's right. That's wow. right. That's right. I'm telling you. So we all we all here for each other, and I just wanted. To, I'm glad you were able to like be. That was an eye opener for you because guys online, you know, sign up. It doesn't matter what state you're in. Yeah. You're listening to this podcast. You're right within our reach. You could just email me, Coach Dries at at uh, gmail.com. Reach out to me on Facebook. I'd love to be able to speak to you. And so, Tina, what is your final takeaways? What would you one parting piece of advice from your standpoint? I guess my final piece of advice would be to just, we say this all the time too, but to just do it. Um, put yourself first, plan for it, get a partner if you need one. Um, I, like Christy, would always say, I can't do that. There's no way I can do that. I am a classic quitter. I, in all aspects of my life, if I don't like something, I stop doing it because why bother? Um, so I always felt like, you know, I would start something and stop it. And I, like Christy, didn't give myself an inch. Um, on this plan and I've been successful and that success breeds new success because when you get through it you realize that you can do more things than you thought you were capable of so it's more than just about the food that you chose to eat for 30 days um you know spills over into other areas of your life so just do it Tina just admitted something (laughs) and it makes it makes the coach's job that much more meaningful or that much more challenging I was afraid that she was going to quit when her shins was hurting. She's always said from day one, just like she just admitted just now, I'm a quitter. I'm I'm not going to do it. Wait, 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 wait. (laughs) Let's see if we can put you on a run, walk, run, something easy, 30-30, you know. But I'm saying this to just say how proud I am of you so much for sticking with it you deserve it you do you're doing it for yourself yeah. you're not doing it for me you're not doing it for anybody else but you know what other people are benefiting benefiting 100% from you yeah okay you've brought so many people to our our walk run program you, you know hunter was out tonight he did such a good job tonight i'm so proud of him i wish terry was here so she could see it He's, hunter awesome. hunter wouldn't be here if it wasn't for your example, that was even before you started to take this on. Yep. Okay. Yep. And then Terry Hunter is Terry's son, co-workers. I went to a function and uh, one of the sisters that I know, she turned around and was like, you got all the people at my job, don't That's you? Right. You know, Kim Crump? Uh, yeah, I do. I do know Kim. I love Kim. Awesome. So, so uh, listen, guys, in conclusion, I said this tonight, you know, it ain't nothing to it but to do it. And before you know it, you're halfway through it. All right. Now it is a challenge. It's, it's hard the first 14 no, days no. or something. You know, it, it, it is a challenge. But as Tina said, every success will build upon itself. One day turns into two days. Feel proud about that. Go into day three. And next thing you know, you are halfway through it. And it's almost like. And then you're like, oh, I got this. It's cruise control. Yeah. It's cruise, cruise control. So thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast. Please share this. If you are an Apple podcast listener, please rate and review. I haven't had a review since November. Guys, I'm begging oh, you. No. Go on the Apple podcast and say something. Even if, like, I hate you. Like, I want to hear something on the reviews. One star. Yeah, well, yeah. Give me, give me. Five stars, please. Five stars, please. No, no. We, we're going to have a great spring. Um, so exciting. We never, with Keep Calm and Run to the Best You, we have been training all year round. And, you know, why we put races up on the, on the board every single month? Because it keeps us focused on 
on our health results. That's how you're going to stay young. You know what I mean? And so once again, thanks for listening to the podcast. The best way to predict the future is to create it. So create an amazing one, my friends. Have a great week.